0: Hey, I'm Cynthia Kofel, and this is Better Regulate Than Never. This is a show where young people can find so much information about emotional health and ways that they can unlock their greatest potential. So I'm so glad that you joined me today because you are going to start this amazing journey that you won't even believe. Hey, you! how are you feeling today? No, seriously, how are you doing? Welcome to episode two of Better Regulate Than Never. Today, we're going to be talking about feelings and emotions. It's a huge topic. And it actually, when I was talking about having episodes that have kind of the base of everything we're going to do, this is going to be one of those. I wanted to be able to tell you the difference between feelings and emotions, and there is a difference. But I just got more and more confused as I looked things up and thought about what's an easy way to explain it. And then I just thought it doesn't really matter. Because what I want to talk to you about with feelings and emotions, we can really use the words interchangeably. So that's what what I'm going to do. But I just wanted you to know that there is a difference and especially if you're going to study psychology or go into that in more detail, you'll you'll find out uh, what those differences are. But think about our, in our just everyday lives, we ask people, how are you? How's it going? And most of the time we get the answer, fine. But what does fine mean? And does fine really describe how we're feeling? And do we do we not know how to tell people how we're feeling or do we think they don't care? And it could maybe be both and maybe it is both, but it's really important to be able to have a rich vocabulary to use when we're talking about emotions. And unfortunately, no one's really been taught that. Now there are some, some people that are really in tune to their emotions or some schools that spend a lot of time on that. But I would guess that most of you haven't had a lot of actual education in feelings and emotions. So that's what we're going to try to work on today. Unfortunately, when you look around at the adults, you'll notice that adults really don't have a good handle sometimes on what they're feeling or why they're feeling certain things. Most people know three main emotions, mad, sad, and glad. And even though those are emotions and they definitely describe how people are feeling a lot of times, there's so many more words that we need to put into our vocabulary. So, knowing and understanding your emotions and being able to label and recognize your emotions is huge. This is really the basis for everything we do in our lives. I cannot stress that enough. And I know it doesn't seem like it should be such a big part. And sadly, because it is such a big part, You know, we really need to be educating people more on this emotional intelligence or emotional education that we're not. So hopefully this will be helpful, but our emotions even affect us physically. If you think about when you feel upset or depressed, your energy level is usually low. You maybe don't want to get out of bed or you don't want to do your schoolwork or you don't want to talk to people or you don't want to answer your parents' questions about things. So our emotions really do affect how we're feeling. Or think about when you're anxious. Sometimes that makes you feel sick in your stomach, or you get a headache when you have a lot of anxiety or stress. Those are just examples of how emotions can cause physical symptoms. I read a book this summer by Dr. Mark Brackett, and it was called Permission to Feel... Unlocking the Power of Emotions to Help Our Kids, Ourselves, and Our Society Thrive. I'm going to put a link to the book in the show notes and some other things that he talked about, because I think this is going to be a good way for us to really start being able to recognize and label our emotions. So um, he has come up with a curriculum that he actually is is put into schools, and there are about 2,000 schools that are teaching Curriculum now, but he came up with this color coded grid to kind of explain um, what feelings have what levels of energy and whether they're pleasant or unpleasant. So, I'm going to kind of explain it to you, and it might be confusing because you're just hearing it, but I am going to put a picture of a grid. Like the grid can be different. Um, I think somebody made this grid based on what he taught. But um, you can use that grid to kind of see what I'm talking about. So definitely you'll want to look at the visual later in the show notes from what I'm talking about. But he made this color coded grid and it has um, the top two quadrants of it are for high energy emotions and the bottom two are for the low energy emotions. And then on the left, those are emotions that are not pleasant. And on the right are emotions that are highly pleasant. And then he color coded it red, yellow, blue, and green. So the red quadrant is for feelings that are high energy and not pleasant. Um, The yellow quadrant is for feelings that are high energy and also pleasant. The blue is low energy, not pleasant. And green is low energy, but pleasant. So for an example, a red feeling could be anger because angry has high energy. Like you're just boiling and vibrating through your body and it doesn't feel good. Um, A yellow feeling could be enthusiastic, because it's high energy, you're so excited about something, and it feels good. A blue emotion would be something like discouraged, because it's low energy, and it doesn't feel good. And a green emotion could be something like peaceful, because it's low energy, but you feel good. So hopefully that kind of makes sense when you think about this grid. Um, So Dr. Brackett also created this mood meter app that you can get on your phone. And I got it for my phone because I wanted to be able to use it before I talked to you about it. The only bad thing about this app is it does cost 99 cents. Now, if you're somebody who uh, can't purchase the app or doesn't want to spend money, and I totally get it because I never buy apps, but this was the first one that I thought, well, that's 99 cents. I'll just do it but don't feel like you have to do this but I am going to put a link to the mood meter app if you want to do this. This will be part of the activity but you can do this activity just by writing it on paper but what you do with the mood meter app is several times a day you just ask yourself how am I feeling when you go to the mood meter app I think it says how are you feeling They, it shows the grid that I just talked about. And what I love about this is sometimes I'm like, well, I have low energy and I'm feeling good, like pleasant, but I don't really know a really good descriptive word for it. So as you hover over that area, it gives you all these different options for ways to feel. And then I find a word that I really like, and then I just say, okay, that's how I feel. And then it registers that. And then it says, um, I think it says next, what are you doing? Like, where are you right now? Are you at work? Are you with your family or other? And then it asks you, do you want to stay in this mood? And so, of course, if you're feeling peaceful or enthusiastic or whatever, you would probably want to stay in that mood. But if you were in a mood like depressed or anxious or sad and you didn't want to stay in that mood, it actually gives you an idea of something to do to try to help elevate your mood. So um, I think this app can be good for a lot of different things, but our our activity this week is going to be starting to identify how you're feeling at different times in the day. And I'm going to ask you to either use the app if you want to, or even just writing it down. And like just several times a day, ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? A good time to do that is right when you wake up in the morning. You wouldn't believe, like we don't even think, that we have a mood when we wake up. But if you start paying attention to it, you'll realize when you wake up, you are already in some kind of a mood, whether you're excited to get up because something fun is happening that day or um, you're dreading getting up because you're you know, worried about something or don't want to do something. So it doesn't really matter what times of the day you choose to ask yourself that question. What am I feeling? I just want you to do that. And then the next thing that I want you to do is start imagining how does it make you feel in your body. So um, the concept that I really want you to get today is that feelings are just vibrations in your body. So feelings and emotions, even things like sad and upset and angry, those aren't bad, um, because they are emotions that everyone's going to feel. And so if we call them good and bad, then whenever we're in those lower moods, we're always going to think something is wrong or that we shouldn't be feeling that way. And um, even though it sounds amazing to be happy all the time, we really don't want to be happy all the time because we don't want to be happy about somebody dying. We don't want to be happy about sex trafficking. We don't want to be happy about racism. Um, So there are times when we don't You know, we want to have a different kind of mood, but we want to be able to, to feel them all. So I want you to think about the vibrations that you're feeling in your body when you're having either the good ones or the not good, whether they're high energy or low energy or pleasant or not pleasant. I want you to think about where is the, what is happening in my body? Where am I feeling it? What does it feel like? And I want you to write that down and I want you to be really descriptive about it. So for instance, when I'm feeling anxious, I feel like these needles are like poking in my armpits. And I didn't even know that until I started really thinking about how does this feeling feel? And it's almost immediate. Like if somebody says something to me that makes me anxious, immediately I just feel those prickle feelings, those needle feelings in my armpits. And then my breathing becomes a little bit faster. My heart rate goes up. Sometimes I feel like a hot flush over my face. And that's how specific I want you to be when you think about your feelings, whether they're good or bad, um, (laughs) whether they're pleasant or unpleasant, high energy or low energy. I really want you to think about it in that way and use that grid, that color grid, because I want you to start really, um, increasing your vocabulary on the kinds of words you're going to use when you describe how you're feeling because there's all these nuances and hues and shades of emotions instead of just mad sad glad those those are kind of like the primary colors you know they're they're the ones that we know the most but there's so many colors that can be made from those three colors there's so many different emotions that can be in those same categories So I really want you to get, um, really get in tune with your body and really start paying attention to emotions and how they feel and where you're feeling them. Um, some people might feel their emotions in their stomach, and that's what causes that queasy feeling. Some people might, uh, their shoulders tense up and they start feeling that in their shoulders, or maybe they start getting a headache and you can feel the headache move, you know across your head or something. I mean there's just so many different ways that you can do this, but once you get the idea that feelings are just vibrations in your body, you can stop being afraid of feeling them. I think a lot of times we think about a feeling and we try to avoid it. We try to stuff it down, pretend that it's not there. And that's like, I'm sure you've probably experienced this before, or at least seen it be done before, but taking a ball and trying to hold it underwater. And if you've ever done that, or if you can imagine doing that, or seen somebody do that, you can hold it underwater for a while. It's kind of a game I've seen kids play before, but at some point you get too tired and you can't hold that ball down anymore. And the ball pops up out of the water, usually really fast. That's what emotions do. So if you take emotions and you think, I don't want to feel this feeling, it feels terrible, I just want it to go away. I want to ignore it. I want it I want to pretend it's not there. That's like holding that emotion down and you're just using every bit of your strength to hold that down, but at some point that emotion's going to come out and probably worse and even more painful than it would have been the first time. So as we work through the things that we're going to do in this podcast, I want you to think about that it's just a vibration. And a vibration can't kill you. And a vibration really doesn't feel that bad for that long. Um, So as you're describing it to yourself, where is it in my body? What does it feel like? And I want you to really be able to sit through that feeling and just feel it and just let it be there. Most feelings don't last very long, um, like the most intense ones anyway. I would say minutes is about as long as they last if you let them if you don't try to buffer them or push them down now i want to talk a little bit about buffering just for a second because i think that this is the reason we have practically every problem in the world most people don't want to feel their feelings or haven't learned how to feel their feelings and i truly believe that that's why we have alcohol and drug problems that's why we have people who are overweight that's why Um, I guess this is a drug problem, but that's why we have the opioid crisis where so many people are addicted to pain medications. Um, I think that's why people get addicted to video games. They get addicted to pornography. They get addicted to shopping too much. All of those things are about, I don't want to feel something. So I'm going to do something to buffer that feeling. So I'm just going to lay in my bed and watch Netflix and YouTube all day. Um, because I don't have to feel the feeling that I don't want to feel, or I'm going to take drugs and alcohol because that takes my feeling away and I don't have to feel it. Or I'm going to eat a carton of ice cream because right now I want to feel that instead of feeling whatever I feel. So, um, when I talk about, we need to learn about our emotions. It sounds kind of childish or who cares, you know, let's move on to the, to the good stuff. But I think that until you can name your feelings, know what they are, and feel them and live through them. That's everything like that's everything that you want to work on in your life has to do with that. When I talked to the teens and the focus group, and I said, Hey, you know, tell me what you'd like to work on in a podcast. Kids said things like anxiety, I want to work on my anxiety, I want to work on procrastination. I want to work on relationship issues that I have with my boyfriend and girlfriend, or I want to work on the relationship issues I have with my parents or my friends. All school pressure. That was another one. Like I have all this homework and I don't know what to do. All of that has to do with your emotions, feeling them and regulating them, all of it. And so that's why I think this is a good... Place for us to start is so this week, I want you to ask yourself several times a day, How am I feeling? and identify it and try to use really descriptive um, vocabulary words and start learning new emotional vocabulary words that you'll find on that grid or even just look them up in the dictionary or on Google. Start identifying specifically, Where is this in my body and what does it feel like? because we're going to get really good at allowing ourselves to feel the feelings, let them go through our bodies. And then there's a piece on the other side once we let that happen. So I want you to definitely be able to do that. Okay. This is what I want to end with. I almost felt like I should have said this before I said anything else, but I wanted you to kind of know who I was and what this podcast was even about. But here's the deal. This podcast does not take the place of getting counseling Um, or therapy outside of outside of this podcast outside of school outside of your home Um, this this podcast can help every single person if they use the concepts that we're talking about to have a better life there is no doubt about that but I know that there are things that people are going through that are traumatic and horrible and um, the worst things that anyone could even imagine and you, these things are going to help you, but these things are not going to give you all of the stuff that you need to get better. So don't be afraid of um, seeking therapy and counseling. And you can still do this on top of that, but don't use this instead of getting therapy or counseling because that's really important. I've been to counseling before and it has saved my life. My daughter has been and she would tell you that it changed everything about her life as well. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that. And I do know from working with young people that there are times when finances are in the way of going to counseling. And I know that sometimes your parents don't, or people in your life, your the adults in your life, don't want you to go to counseling. So in those instances, I would suggest going to your family doctor first because most of you go to the doctor for some reason, hopefully yearly to be checked out. But... And most of you do, and so when you go to that doctor, um, talk to them about I've been feeling really sad, or these things have happened, or I need—I feel like I need help, and my family has some financial issues, or you know, I really need to need help, and having you talk to my parents to let them know that I really need this, and that's okay to do that. Most adults in the world want to help you, so please seek them out so they can help you find the right kind of services that you need. Um, So I just wanted to make sure that you know that this is not therapy um, or counseling. It's certainly helpful and good. And even if you go to therapy and counseling, it's not going to hurt you to do these things too, but don't do it instead. So I think that's quite a bit of work for you to do for this week. So um, you're going to, write down your feelings three times a day, you're going to be very descriptive about where in your body it lives and what it feels like. And then next week, we're going to add a layer to that. So check the show notes for all the things so you can see the grid and you can um, get the app if you want it. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Better Regulate Than Never. Music in this episode was provided by archesaudio.com. Make sure you check out the show notes for links and activities that will help you to get the most out of this episode. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. If you enjoy this show, don't forget to review and rate us wherever you get podcasts.